We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It is an unbelievable run, unbelievable, in October of 2022, and we're hoping for more up ahead in 2023 uh, and beyond. Uh, the Phillies uh, on Monday night will be honored by the Philadelphia Sports Writers Association at the 118th Annual Awards Banquet, a banquet, by the way, I referenced this earlier, that Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth attended back in the day. This thing's been going on for a long time, and the Phillies are going to be honored on Monday night as the uh, Philadelphia team uh, of the year. Of course, Dave Dombrowski, the architect of the 2022 Phils, as he is the architect of the 2023 Phils, and he's the Phillies president of baseball operations as we broadcast from Parks Casino here today. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. We are joined by the Phillies architect, Mr. Dave Dombrowski. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're good. Super. Dave, congratulations on the honor. You know, I got to tell you, this must not have been easy for them because you guys get to the World Series. It all happens in 2022. The Eagles... The one seed, they might win the Super Bowl, but they can't clinch it in 2022. So Eagles, Phils, that, that had to be a tough one. But, look, congratulations to the organization. Obviously a great honor, and I'm sure you're just thrilled with what the team, the big leap this squad accomplished well, last season. Well, thank you. It, it is quite an honor. And they also don't want to forget about the 76ers and what they're doing. So, um, I mean, it's been a great sports time in uh, Philadelphia. We're honored to be uh, noted like this. And, I mean, who knows? So maybe we can have two world championships in 23, and then they can decide between Eagles and uh, <laughs> Phillies at that point. Let's not forget about the 76ers, too. So it I is quite it. an honor, and we're thrilled. Hey, maybe three. You never know. Maybe three. Hey, Dave, let's, uh, we'll get into the, the, the season to come in a moment, but I'm just curious, if you put yourself back 12 months ago, you know, the, the organization hadn't made the playoffs for so long, you'd been in the role a short amount of time. What has these last three months been like for you? On a per- I'm just curious. You know, you go into a Wawa, you go into a store. What's been the reaction to you and to representing the Phillies after that run comparative to, you know, how hungry people were and how frustrated fans were to not having seen the team break through in a long time? Well, it's a great question. I think that, um, first of all, the it really started more um, not as – 
not really negative feelings at all. More people like say, let's go Phillies over my first time, my first year there. And then really when we got into the role, once Rob Thompson came on board in yep. the middle of the season, so many people would then, many more comments of the positive nature, like, hey, go get him. Club looks good. We're really happy the way it's going. And then all of a sudden, once we got into the playoff run and then you're on television a lot more and people are looking at you, a lot more notoriety in a sense like if you're going through it for a jog throughout town and somebody would stop and say, hey, go Phillies. Uh, hey, let's go. Let's yeah. go get them. So much more notoriety in that regard and a, and a very positive feeling. And a lot of people giving thanks for what was accomplished. Now, we, we know we need to keep this up and keep on going, but I think that was the biggest change uh, for me. Dave, from your experience, how much will last season's success carry over to this regular season and postseason? Well, I think uh, it carries over, I think, in a lot of, in a few ways. Uh, it carries over in the sense that uh, the team now can believe in themselves, which they really have been short of doing for years. So now you'd realize you have a good team. Uh, we're capable of doing it. We have great leadership. I think they bonded more in that regard. And when you go through a postseason run, he, there's a lot more bonding that takes place between the club and family, so it's a great feeling in that regard. And, and also there's that, that, that feeling now that there's more of that little bit extra that they want, and we've made some additions, and I think that that helps in that regard too. But I think the other thing, though, that you, in, in contrast to that that you have to be careful about, and I don't, I'm not concerned about our club, but you do have to be careful about, is that um, you can't take anything for granted because – you have to work just as hard or harder to accomplish what was accomplished. And, and so eking out those three to two games in late May is just as important this year as it was last year. And you just always have to keep uh, in your mind that don't ever take anything for granted starting from the first day of spring training. So it will carry over. I feel good about our club. We have a good team. Uh, Rob Thompson has said it. And I also think that um, I've had this said many times in the past well, what about the pressures attached? Well, the pressures attached for me is this is there's good pressure and there's bad pressure. Jim Leland always used to say to me when we come back with a good club, he said, Dave, that's good pressure. We have a good club. If you, the, he said the bad pressure is, is when people are asking you to do things with the expectations and you don't have a good club. But we yeah. do have a good club, and we're looking forward to going out there and, and, and performing against others. Dave Dombrowski with us here from the Phils. All right, Dave, let's get to 2023. I mean, Big expectations, of course. Let's start with Bryce. It's been about two months since the surgery. What can you tell us about how his rehab is going? And what is your expectation now for when he'll take the field in a major league game and when he'll be able to play right field in a big league game? Well, the surgery, first of all, has gone well. His rehab has gone well. So everything has been right along those lines. He's worked very hard. He's followed what the, the doctor has said. So all of that's been good. We're basically at the two-month period now. Um, the, the progression is still at sometime near the end of March. He'll be able to start swinging a bat, doing, making that next step progression-wise. Um, we had originally said that we would anticipate him being back before the All-Star game right around that time period. And I still think that's an accurate um, thought process at this point. And anything before that, um, you're, you're very happy in that regard. So... Um, that, that is our thought process right now, and we'll see what takes place. But everything surgery-wise, rehab-wise has been great. As far as throwing in the outfield is concerned, um, I'm not sure they have told me all along. Of course, that's further down the line. They anticipate him being able to play the outfield at some time this year, um, later in the season, and 
uh, we'll just continue to go along those lines because they have really nothing now to change that prognosis. How difficult does that make it to plan for 2023 in right field from a personnel standpoint for you? Well, I mean, we did it last year, and I think that really the planning perspective is it's an interesting point because last year when it happened, what it really did was take away the ability for Kyle Schwarber or Nick Castellanos to DH mm-hmm. more, which is really what the plans were. But I think in this case, it's obvious you can't go out there and make a big acquisition um, to fill your DH slash outfield role because we still have Schwarber and we still have Castellanos. And you know that that uh, Bryce is coming back at some point. So you just realize that's how it's going to be. I think we have enough good players that we can mix and match still. Um, we've got Bowman third. He can DH at some point because we can play Sosa over there. Hoskins can DH at some point because Bowman can go to first and Sosa can play third at that time. Rio Moto could DH a little bit more, which he really did do last year because with Bryce being there. And I think we have enough depth in the outfield uh, with those with those two plus Marsh. Um, and we picked up a guy, Jake Cave, on waivers. We liked Dalton Guthrie, what he did as an extra guy that you can mix and match in that regard. So I, I don't think you can go out and make a big acquisition and just keep your fingers crossed that um, Bryce comes back as quickly as possible. And and, and, I, and he will. If anybody can come back quickly, he's the guy. And I think we have a good enough club that we can continue to play well. And when he comes back, it's like making a huge acquisition at that point. We're also thrilled about Trey Turner. Uh, with that negotiation, what went into enticing him to become a Phil? Well, I think there are a few things. Trey Turner, as you can imagine, had plenty of choices on where he wanted sure. to play, and it became out came obvious afterwards. A lot of times you hear in negotiation ploys like, "Oh, he's got a lot bigger offer here. He's got bigger offer there," and you're like, "Well, I don't know. Is that true or not?" Well, it came out that San Diego offered appreciably more than what he ended up taking from us. But I think there were a combination of factors. I mean, uh, first of all, um, we have a good club. He knows guys on the team. He's close with Harper. He's close with Schwarber. Um, He knows Kevin Long very well. So those were all really important factors for him. Um, He wanted to be on the East Coast. He lives in Florida, wanted to be on the East Coast. Also be in a position where uh, training and spring training, if he could, would be in Florida. And and really, it's not to go without saying, is it really important? His wife only is from about 45 minutes away from the Philadelphia ballpark. So um, that was very important, too. So that combination of factors and knowing that the desire of the club to win, uh, what was said about the team from other individuals, him watching us play. But it also the vicinity of his wife being from the area, I think, was very important. Hmm. Dave Dombrowski with us. Dave, I know you know who leads off is, is the manager's decision, Rob Thompson, but I'm curious from your end, do you have a philosophy on, on which sort of type of player you prefer, the, the classic speed player that can use his leg and steal bases, or a bopper like Schwarber who, you know, obviously can, can you know, hit a, a ton of homers? Um, do you have a preference stylistically? Well, that's a great – that's another great question. It's one you can debate for a long time. I mean, I think ideally uh, I like somebody with some speed up there, but it's hard to argue with the success of – what Kyle Schwarber did. So you can make an argument either way. It's nice to start off a game one to nothing um, when he hits the ball out of the ballpark like that. But I also like the ability to have somebody on base that puts the pressure on somebody right off the bat from a pitcher when he gets on um, the threat aspect of the stealing. So I, I guess for me, I'd say, oh, I like the speed aspect, but I, I, it's, it, on base is extremely important. Uh, Schwarber was down on base last year. But I think also what 
kind of goes into it is is that you're lined up in this regard. You can make an argument either way, but you want to make make sure that you're not susceptible versus, let's say, a left-hand pitching where you bunch a bunch of your left-hand hitters up in the lineup, and all of a sudden that becomes more vulnerable with the left-hander, the way people mix and match nowadays. So that can also be a factor in how you eventually put your lineup together. Dave Dombrowski with us. Dave, how do you weigh, when, when you have organizational meetings and you have your, your top brass in the room, how do you weigh these two facts? You reached the World Series and came within two games of winning the World Series, but in the regular season you lost the division to two different teams by over ten games. How do you balance that as you plan, hey, we gotta, we got to get better, we want to be great. How do, you, how do you approach that? Because obviously if you lose two out of three games in the first series you know, to the Cardinals, which you didn't, but if you did, it would be a completely different public sentiment about the 2022 Phils. How do you weigh that? Sure. Well, I think you, you, you weigh it in a factor. I mean, first of all, I, I think that we already started to weigh that because if you just felt comfortable with the way your club was, you wouldn't have made the additions that we made. So you know that you want to get better and strive to win a world championship. And we all realize that anything can happen. I've been with clubs that have been really, really good that unfortunately have gotten knocked off in the, in the second round of the playoffs. You haven't even made the World Series. You go to the World Series with the team, and you get knocked off, and you think you have the better club. But it's a situation where I think that last year, as good as our club played, there was room for improvements, and I think our record can be misleading. And another fact is that we had a significantly better record percentage-wise when Rob Thompson became our manager. So that also, we played basically at a 95 to 100 win pace in that regard. But still, you need to get better. That's why we lost some players on our club last year over the wintertime. We lost a lot of payroll, um, which gave us the ability to make some moves to try to get better with our team, thus the signing of a Turner, thus the Tyon Walker and some of the bullpen moves that we made. So I think, first of all, you don't rest on having the same club. You try to get better personnel-wise, and I think that we've done that. Secondly, you're in a spot where with the way we play with Rob Thompson, um, we are a better ball club than what our record showed even in the beginning with 87 wins. Mm. And I think the way you look at it is that you know that you can play with those clubs. And really, it's easy to see, and I've said this all along, that's why the supporting cast is so important. When you start with some of the players that we have, with Harper, with Turner now, with Riamolto, with Schwarber, you're talking about four of the best players in the game at their particular positional players, and you have Wheeler and you have Nola, two of the best 20 pitchers in the game of baseball, starting pitcher-wise, and good supporting cast. So you don't take anything for granted, and you know you have to get better, and your goal is to win as many games as you possibly can during the regular season. So that, to me, is how you, you approach it. You don't take anything for granted because a lot of times you get into postseason, like you said, I, I think back to that first game with St. Louis. We're down two to nothing going into the ninth inning, and Elsie falls apart, which doesn't happen with him. He's like the best closer in baseball at that point, or one of the best. And all of a sudden, we score six runs, and Segura hits the ball right through the hole at second base, and Marsh hits a ball by Arenado at third base. And those things normally don't happen. So you got to be in a position where you don't take anything for granted. You know it's going to be tough, and you start off that way in the very beginning. Uh, speaking of you know not taking it for granted, we love the moves this off season. What's left for you to do this off season? Well, I think our club is basically set um, going into spring training. Um, our starting pitching, we like the way it is with the four veteran starters. We want to keep an open spot 
um, for a young pitcher, it being Walter Sanchez, Painter, um, one of those guys. Um, so you can always improve your depth, but you're not going to improve that with big league depth at this point. You bring those guys with AAA. So I think we're pretty well set. I feel real good about our bullpen and actually feel very good about our positional players. Um, when we did make the trade for Soto for the Tigers, left us a little bit more vulnerable with a, an extra positional player that can go out there and play center field. We liked all three, but with losing Matt Veerling, who we did like, um, it keeps us open-minded to that. But that's more, I think, a role that you have to fill by opening day than worrying about uh, filling it before you go to spring training. And we do have a lot of depth in our bullpen at this point with the guys that we have that would be almost given and the depth that we have between guys that have been on the big league club and guys coming up in our minor league system. So I think that that's the area that I would keep open-minded is looking at that in, in the outfield with a little more depth in that regard. What's Andrew Painter's reasonable chance to make the team out of spring training? Well, I'm not very good at percentage-wise and all that, but I think he has a realistic chance. Um, he's a very, very talented individual. Um, and, but – he, he, it's not given by any means, but when I've been in a spot that I've had very talented, been associated, been fortunate to be with some really good young, talented pitchers coming out of uh, the draft like him, and they've made the club and been very, very productive big league pitchers. When he gets ready, and I guess we'll see how he handles it, he has four pitches already, and they're above average, three of them at least. And you know, He does the little things well, which is very unusual. He, Fields his position well. He's quick to the plate. He's very athletic. Um, a lot of it will be dependent upon how he handles it in spring training. But I think he's got a reasonable chance to make the big league club. How much will you need to manage his innings pitched? We will have to do that all year long. It will be something he's been over 100 innings, uh, barely. But um, I, it's something that we've been able to do and been able to do throughout our career. We've got a lot of smart people with all the information that we have from a, a medical perspective, a metric perspective nowadays when you can look at just the, not only the velocity dropping on a fastball, which we've always had that ability, but now you can see where guys' arm might drop two inches because he's a little bit more tired or the spin rate's not quite as good. But you're in a position where um, you can do things. You can use a six-man rotation at times. You can skip starts when you have um, – extra days off you can work around the all-star break so those are all things that you can do naturally so we'll have to watch his innings it'll be something uh, you wouldn't look for him to go out there like let's say 40 years ago and throw 300 innings uh, which sometimes they did so it'll be something that we'll watch but i think we have enough pitching depth that we can handle that dave is an aaron nola contract extension with one year left on his deal right now is a contract extension a priority for the organization Oh, it's something we like to do. We want Aaron to be in the organization for a long time. There's no question about that. We love him. We love his abilities. Um, I think he likes, in fact, I know he likes it in Philadelphia. So that's something that will be in our mind. It's never easy to be able to get done, but uh, we'd love to keep Aaron in the organization for a long time. Is is Reese Hoskins' off-season status set, meaning he's definitely a fill in 2023, and is your mindset that the most likely scenario is he plays out the season and you figure out whether to retain him thereafter once he hits the open market? Well, I don't want this to sound uh, in a negative vein because it's not, but I don't ever use, like, a definite So because I never know what ends up happening. Um, but our plans are, by all means, that Reese is part of our ball club, um, that he's our first baseman. We like him a lot. We think that he'll be with us this year. I don't think any reason that he would not be. Uh, beyond this season, we'll end up seeing what happens. He does not have an agent that usually 
likes to uh, sign contracts before somebody becomes a free agent. Um, so I, I understand that situation, but I uh, look forward to Reese being an important part of our ball club all year long. Um, who knows what will happen in the future, but he's definitely a guy that uh, we look forward to being in our lineup this year. Dave, how much confidence do you have that Castellanos will rebound this season? I have a lot of confidence in that regard. I know uh, last year he was, was not a good year for Nick. Um, he's a much better hitter than that and a much better player than that. So I think he'll bounce back. He's one of the best hitters in baseball, really. Um, he made the, I mean, the all-star, made the final three all outfield spots for um, the all-star postseason in 2021. So um, he's a much better hitter than he showed last year. So I think he'll bounce back, and that's very important for us. And if we're going to have a, you know, we have a good team yeah, with the capabilities of being a great team. And some of the things that we've talked about, but Costaiano's bouncing back can be an important part of that. And the continued growth of our young players, the Bohms, the Stotts, the, the Marshes, um, watching a guy like Painter jump in there, those can, you know, they can make a difference between a really good club and being a great club. And I think Costaiano's can bounce back and be that type of player for us. Dave, a fascinating storyline. And a couple final minutes here with Dave Dombrowski. Um, we were fascinated, Dave, when we found out after the season that Rob Thompson was of the mindset to retire uh, before, you know, getting the reins of the club and that he had informed you that he was going to retire. That was going to be his last year in baseball. What's your sense now of how long he wants to be the skipper and if he's kind of shifted his mind to, you know, hey, if this goes well, I can, I can and want to do this for, you know, five or so years? Well, I think uh, his mindset has changed completely. I, I think he was totally reinvigorated with the, the role, of course, did a great job for us. So I think uh, right now, I don't think there's any time limit on how long he would like to do it. Uh, he, he's got that next step, which you know, I, sometimes when you're in that supportive role and you just think you're ready for it, um, maybe it just doesn't happen. You can get a little stale. But I think at this point, he's not stale at all. In fact, I, I mean, he's excited every single day you pick up the phone. And I think he'll keep that way. He's he works out every day. He's in great shape. His mind is good. Um, he's a great baseball man. I don't even know how he would have handled it because stepping back when he did it because he's at the ballpark at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning all the time in spring training. <laughs> oh, wow. So I don't know what he was going to do. I, I mean, I often ask, well, what do you think he's going to do with all those hours? Because he just loves being there. But um, I was surprised when I heard it. I, I understood the explanation, but I think he's totally reinvigorated right now. Dave, congratulations on the 2022 success of the club. And obviously the town is super psyched. I mean, in, in about a month, you guys are in spring training. and We're, we're hoping for another big-time year. Uh, the team being honored on Monday night, the Philadelphia Sports Writers uh, Banquet, and tickets still available for it. Many, uh, many notable Philadelphia sports figures will be there across many sports. phillysportswriters.com to purchase tickets to that event. It's going to be a wonderful night. I'll be there. Looking forward to seeing a lot of people. Dave, congratulations. Uh, we'll talk to you throughout the season, and we appreciate you joining the show today. Thanks, Dave. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, there Dave. he is, Dave Dombrowski. 215-592-9494, and covering a lot of ground. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the answer on Hoskins, you know, doesn't want to go definite. I get it. It's like you don't want to go definite. But, John, the question he answered earlier about the – and I don't have the exact phrase written down, but essentially the team is mostly set. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they've probably crossed the point of, of a Hoskins trade being likely. It might have never been likely, but more on the table. It, it does feel, now that they're a month from, from spring training and it's mid-January, Hoskins probably is not going anywhere. Right. Which means everyone that won it, you know, Bohm the first and Hoskins out and better D at third and 
and and all that, um, that's not really likely going to happen. I mean, I don't think it will happen. Uh, so obviously, a lot of ground covered there with uh, Dombrowski. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you want to react to that interview, please do. Uh, a lot up ahead this hour as well. Let's talk to Ben in Millville right now. Hi, Ben. Hey, the camera. Hold on one moment. Let me get my phone. Okay. There you go, guys. How we What's doing? What's up, Ben? Hey, Ben. Uh, uh, enjoying the, you know, wonderful soggy weather, but luckily I can work inside today. Um, hey, man, that was a great interview. And while that uh, all was happening, um, I just became, well, I bought a season ticket plan earlier. But, you know, we get exclusive pre-sale, and I'm happy i am got tickets going to opening day, which nice. I think is going to be an absolute amazing experience. For sure. Well, you know what I'm really looking forward to finding out, Ben? Uh, because obviously they're going to have more people buy tickets next year, particularly early in the year, you know, if they're still riding high. Um, how far away will they be from what, 20, what 2009 to 2011 became? When they had about two straight seasons of sellouts, it might. James, what was it? Was it oh nine to twelve? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I mean, whatever yeah. it was, it was about two and a half seasons. Like, I don't think they're going to be that, but that demonstrates that it's possible. And you know, maybe it'll be as much as thirty five thousand every night next year instead of. You know, 15 and 20 and 18 and 22. Joe, you were right. It was 09 to 12. It was 257 straight games. I mean, John, you weren't in the area during that time. But can you imagine 257? Because, John, you know what the ballpark is like when it gets jumping. I had no idea. Oh, look, I was told. 257 straight sellouts. I was told, wait till you see Red October, uh, because I had not experienced anything close to that. Yeah, living out of town, yeah. 257. Yeah. I'd never heard that number. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's going to carry over, Ben. It absolutely will. And uh, it's it's a different era, in my mind, for for what to expect from the Phils. It is. I mean, the, the highest numbers they got last year is when they had promotional nights and especially dollar dog nights. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the vast, the, the ratio from hot dogs eaten to the amount of people in the park, it was like, holy cow, like, yeah. everybody's eating like four hot dogs because there's only like <laughs> well, dude, 8, I've, I've 20,000 people. Stop. Stuff my yeah, face but, uh, those nights, man. I think I think they are. I don't think it's going to, you know, the, the dog days of summer and, you know, baseball is a, a summer sport, so those thinking hot soupy days you know in south philly i don't think they're going to sell out then no i don't know they're not there but, yet they're, they're i don't yeah, they're believe there, it's going to be a sellout every night upward, yeah they're yeah. on a definitely an upward trajectory i mean i was you know i didn't spend the money on uh divisional uh game tickets because they were the price of a nice seat set for a partial season ticket package yeah i understand so I chose ben, the give me a big answer man who or what blast people all right. How about Lawrence Taylor's hit on Joe Theismann? Yeah. Well, how about just LT? But sure. I mean, LT on LT. Listen, if you want to go to a specific moment, you can. But uh, then there's also just the, uh, you know, the player at large. No question. All right. Coming up, Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, much ahead, uh, including we'll, we'll, we'll sort of recast this conversation about the Eagles being an underdog as they approach the playoffs. Obviously, their first playoff game in two days, and officially, the Eagles are an underdog, not to the Giants. But they are an underdog to San Francisco for odds to win the Super Bowl. Remember, the Eagles are the one seed. It'll be the Eagles having home field advantage to get to that Super Bowl. And the Eagles face a easier opponent this weekend than San Fran faces in Dallas. We'll talk about that and more. Plus your reaction. If you want to comment on Dombrowski and all that he said, 
Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, Eagles fans. My friends at Miller Lite want to get you ready for the road to Phoenix. Miller Lite is offering Eagles fans 21 years or older a complimentary beer at participating bars all across the Philadelphia area this Friday night. Fans will also have a chance to win tickets to the first playoff game this weekend. Look for the registration cards at your participating bar and scan the QR code for your chance to win. For participating accounts and info, go to MillerLite.com slash FlyEaglesFly. That's MillerLite.com slash FlyEaglesFly. Tastes like Miller time, Philly. Celebrate responsibly. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.